and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. I'm Taylor Smurl. Hello, Hi. sisters. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we have a guest this week. Do we? I hadn't noticed. No way. He's sitting He's sitting right next here. to you. Oh, is it? <laughs> it was that a goof. Was, <laughs> that was a bit in which Riley <laughs> pretends like she doesn't know Justin. <laughs> Who? That's our guest. My husband. Hi, how's it going? Justin. <laughs> I'm Justin. McElroy. Can I give a bit more monitor in my ear, Sydney? I'm going deaf. This thing? Yep. Perfect. Does that sound better? You. Quality, yeah. quality content. <laughs> That's much better. Oh, I'm sure the editor will catch that. <laughs> you mean me. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, you guys have probably never heard of my husband, Justin McElroy. Um, I think he does some other podcasts. I don't know. I don't really get into podcasts myself, so. Okay. <laughs> but he seems to play video games a lot. Well, I'm yes, I'm the co-founder uh, and editor-at-large of Polygon.com, um, which is uh, owned by Vox Media. I can continue to list my video gaming bona fides. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't need like. you to. I don't. I think. I think you. And you're probably also familiar with Justin from. I was in a video game. From being in a video game, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's the number one thing you remember is when Justin and his brothers helped narrate. A hundred foot robot golf. Exactly. From No Goblin, r- available today on PS4. <laughs> Catch it. Also, you remember Justin most famously from the Time Belt. I was going to say the Time Belt. Yeah, my public access <laughs> history TV show. <laughs> Also, he does a podcast called My Brother, My Brother, and Me, mm-hmm. and another one called The Adventure Zone. Yeah. And another one called Sawbones at Sydney's well, the, Oh, yeah, there's I don't want to talk about podcasts today, guys. You lured me in with an uh, offer I'm, to talk about video games. I'm just giving you, I'm giving you an introduction so that our audience understands where you fit into the, mm-hmm. you know, our world. <laughs> into our, our world, our universe. Most importantly, he's also married to me. Mm-hmm. Justin, whenever someone comes on our show... Uh, we tend to ask them, and I mean, I guess I kind of know the answer to some of this, but my sisters might not, and I'm assuming nobody else does. So how did you teen? How did I teen? Um, I've been thinking about this because I knew you asked people that. Uh, the best I can describe the way I teened is I feel like I kind of kept the whole thing at arm's reach. Like, people seem to be doing a lot of things in high school <laughs> that I didn't know how people started doing. Like, did you, I don't know if that was like people, I would see people in clubs and organizations all the time. And it's like, nobody asked, like, how did you guys find out about this? Nobody asked me to join. Nobody asked you to be in this club. How did you guys find out about this club? Or like, like the football team and stuff. I wouldn't have been on the football team, but it's like, <laughs> Did somebody no ask you to be on the football team? How did you get in there? So like, I didn't do a lot of that. That was the only reason you weren't on the football. I was going to say I would have. I would have wanted to see that. No, I mean, I, listen, I played some football in middle school. I was a pretty good center because you just had to stand there and get hit. But uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, but like, are I, they I, the ones that hike the ball? Yeah, I think so. But you, you don't do that in the, <laughs> the in the, the, the pee wee Well, they don't. They don't say it. They just do. They like um, snap. Snap yeah. The ball. Um, but <laughs> I I didn't really do a lot of like stuff. Like I mean, I was like in band, but I was only sort. I mean, I would do the marching band thing, but it was more like a class that I was in. And I did theater sort of extracurricularly, but like and, and even like with social stuff and and relationships and things, like I didn't get really into that in high school. Like I had a couple friends who had been my friends before high school. 
Um, and that, and I, and I, and I didn't do a lot of like clubs or organizations or teams or anything. I mean, I was an okay student. I didn't even get that deep into like learning. <laughs> like so, I was like a pretty bad student. So what I'm gathering is Justin just was there. I was sleepwalked through that that situation. <laughs> didn't do much. Present. So so when I asked you how you teened, your answer was lazy. Right, lazy for sure. <laughs> yeah, no lazy for sure. Yeah, exactly. I was just kind of lazily. I missed some, but not a lot. And I was usually there. <laughs> usually there. I remember being there. Average grades, average attendance, average interactions. Like with my grade, Justin. Like with my grade point average would go below 3.0 if it got to like 2.9 i'd be like whoa 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 pump the brakes we gotta get it above that but then if it got to 3.1 i'd be like whoa 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 hold on we want to keep a not just a good old solid <laughs> ignorable student <laughs> okay well I, I mean that's fair enough um uh, maybe you're just a late bloomer i mean have i bloomed <laughs> <laughs> People let me stay at my house 18 hours a day. I just stay in my house and play video games. It like the bar didn't uh, did not shift that much. I think you brought the bar to you. Yeah, yeah the you bar won. The came, yeah, the mountain came <laughs> to Mohammed. You beat the bar. <laughs> well, in in all that time that you weren't really um, engaging with the teenage experience, mm-hmm. uh, I know one activity that you enjoyed that you still enjoy that you've made into at least part of your career. And that we all enjoyed to other extent is uh, to some extent or another is video games. Mm-hmm. Is that so your lead in, Sydney? That's it. <laughs> Not bad. Great you job. loved video games in high school. I did. I did. I always have to, Justin, I always have to do the segues on our show. Okay. Because my sister's I'm really bad at to. them. The one time I tried to do one, you all made fun of me. Yeah. Riley's bad at it, and Taylor just refuses to nah. in- engage in the segue. <laughs> that's just not so, my role. That's, no. that's not my role. <laughs> Uh, we we played video games as well. That was one thing that you and I briefly bonded over. Yeah, you know, remember when you broke my heart the first time? I'm actually literally not doing this. That would be <laughs> it would be not an exaggeration. It would be the second time on this podcast. Like, yeah, I'm literally. Yeah, not we've doing talked this with about you. we talked about this before. I know, but not with you here. Yeah, you'll do the rest of the episode without me. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Justin has left. Uh, no, we but we just mainly played computer games. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, because we used to play like. Um, like Webkins? No, like computer. <laughs> no, not, not Webkins. What? <laughs> I, I don't think that was a thing back then. Yeah. We didn't even have the web I part. The Webkins? No, we that was, played. Was um, that that little stuffed thing that came yeah. with a tag on it? And then yeah. You, okay. Uh, we played like, I remember definitely playing uh, Monopoly in the yes. Game of Life on your PC computer. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, you had those board games also. I'm pretty sure. I don't know why we had to play them on the computer, but. Because yeah. it was like technology. I was, was. luring you in with my technology that yeah. I had. That, you know, it was, uh, I think, was that when we were still using the Commodore 64? No, no, no. That would have been an IBM at that point. Okay. Well, we had something that we, we booted up with the DOS disk. And I know we had like Prince of Persia and Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. On Jeopardy, yeah, we, <laughs> we did. We played. Je- you and I played Jeopardy too. Sure, yeah, yeah. We, we played a lot of Jeopardy. We played a lot of Carmen San Diego. I remember playing Carmen San Diego, and we had our uh, entire World Book Encyclopedia next to us. Mm-hmm. Because to get to like the next level, you needed like the first word on like the thirty eighth page or something. Yeah. Well, and, and then there was also like 
all kind. I mean, there are all these historical facts you had to know, like what, where does this civilization reside in time and space? And so we were constantly referencing the World Book Encyclopedia. You, to fix you know, it. Taylor referenced the specific word on specific pages. You know why they did that? Why? Um, they would release special editions of the of the book, the the Atlas, to release with Carmen Sandiego. Um, this is actually a common practice for PC games back then. But uh, they would release with a book. Um, actually, PC games back then would actually have a lot of stuff. They called them feelies. And it would be additional, <laughs> like, little props from the game. Or like toys. It's a creepy word. Maps. It I is know, a creepy that name. That doesn't sound okay. I've never said it out we loud before, We need to insert some feelies. It. Feelies. Yeah, I've <laughs> never said it out loud. give the kids some feelies. And I hated it. Um, but, they would, but, but they would have an instruction manual or whatever. And um, it would be for copy protection. It would be so you wouldn't copy Carmen Sandiego and give it to a friend because you needed the book to be you able to. You needed the feelies. Uh, you needed the feelies, yeah. yeah. So that was, uh, that was a common thing. A lot of times the instruction manual, they would, mm-hmm. you know, what's the picture on this page of, you know. There's also like ones that you had to actually know history. Oh, yeah. No, like, for sure. You had to like know facts about history. For sure. But when you're talking about that sort of specific, what's the word on this page mm-hmm. that was copy protection usually interesting we were not so good at uh, prince of persia because i i don't know if you remember this taylor but we couldn't make him jump no <laughs> oh i feel like we there nev- was just one pit and you would only get about like five or six minutes into the game and then there was that pit and you couldn't and we'd fall on it because we couldn't we never figured out how to make it <laughs> that's a hard it's, it's a hard game you know the uh the <laughs> Like, literally we never we played that first five minutes of the game over and over again and died in that pit it's um it's a beautifully animated game. It was actually rotoscoped. Did you know this? It was no. animated over footage that Jordan Mechner, the creator of the game, shot on a video camera of his brother jumping around their backyard. Obviously not oh, jumping wow. because that's not part of the game. <laughs> he couldn't get his brother to jump. He was he refused. He was petrified of jumping. Did, Justin, do you know how to make him jump? What? Yeah, what were just, we missing? You just press the button. I, Oh. Or press up. Sometimes. I think we try, I'm sure we tried up, right? I would <laughs> like to think we tried, we tried up. Up. I, I feel like I we would know. sit there just hitting every button on the keyboard. Yeah. Did you try typing the word jump? No. Now I bet we didn't try any typing. I don't know. Hidden I don't secrets. Know. I'm sorry. I'll, if I come across <laughs> the MS DOS version of Prince of Persia, <laughs> published by published by Broderbund, uh, I will I will check it out for you. Uh, we. We did the computer game thing, but, you know, I we all talk about, I mean, like, I will, too, talk about Atari um, as if that was something, like, because it was of our generation, and Atari was very popular. But, Taylor, we really didn't play Atari. We had one for a while. Yeah, but we, I mean, do you have any memory of playing games on it? Yes, I remember playing the Indiana Jones game on the Atari. I once again wasn't very good at it, because I was young. I don't, this was, this was, it must have been, like, eight or nine years old um but we were neither it, of us that was not a gaming system that we personally embraced to like play all the time no i'm assuming justin my assumption of you is that you got into all of them in order oh, as yes. they as they were released well even the ones that all those weird ones that you name that i just nod and go mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm, sure that existed mm-hmm. uh i mean we had an intellivision we had an atari um we had a clique vision um, but we <laughs> Riley doesn't even she's never even heard these words. One mean, of those three are. was made up. Which one is it, Riley? <laughs> you know, Coleco is actually an abbreviation of the Colorado Leather Company. Don't ask me how they got into video games, but No, I didn't know that. Um, 
the we had one you know it's funny though um we didn't have like a ton of money back then like we weren't buying them indiscriminately a lot of times we would buy them secondhand or buy them off of like friends of my parents or whatever his kids outgrew them um actually when i when we actually got an nes it would have been in 88 or so which is a couple years late um and i'll never forget this my dad told me that in order for santa to bring me an nes we had to sell our atari to prove that I really wanted Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Santa, yeah. that's cutthroat. Yeah, it's savage, man. Santa wants to see you bleed. <laughs> if he's going to bring this to you. I need a sacrifice for this present. That's exactly it. <laughs> and he didn't, and they just destroyed it right in front of me. It was terrible. They drew a pentagram on the ground and then smashed my Atari. <laughs> Santa did? Yeah, Santa came and smashed it with the magical hammer. With all of his elves chanting around him. Forming the pentagram. That's really sad. I I don't remember. Our Atari could be in mom and dad's storage room somewhere Probably for is. all I know. Because I don't I don't remember having it. I know that we did. I Like, I remember that was a fact. And then I don't remember getting rid of it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it just I, vanished. I remember. NES is what my memories are of. Like the early video games we played. I just yeah. remember telling mom and dad in like second or third grade when the Wii came out. It's like, I really want a Wii. I just want to play video games because we didn't have any gaming systems because it was like you all had your alls. They were put in storage and we had a GameCube. I was going to say, you did. You did have game gaming cube. systems <laughs> and everything. Like, yeah. Other than the GameCube before the Wii, that was all we had. I was like, I just want to play some games. I remember dad bringing up. I guess it was some old gaming system with like game cartridges that were like super thick and like flat 64. on the bottom. He was like, this is good, right? I was like, what are you giving me? I don't know what this is. That was the 64. He brought up the Nintendo yeah. 64. Yeah. yeah. And tried to make me play it. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope. That was a great, but I love that though. The 64. 64 yeah. is amazing. You know, they're back to cartridges now. The Nintendo Switch, the, the new one they're coming out with, can have cartridges again. Well, it'll be, there'll be little little cartridges, but cartridges, cartridges are back. What? Why would they do that? Yeah. Be- because, wait, wait a minute. This is a trick. Are you really asking me because you want the actual answer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm really curious. Well, because they're, it- they're more like cards, like with flash memory on them, because the okay. Switch, the Nintendo Switch, the big thing about it is that you can put it into a dock and play games on your TV, um, but if you take it out into the world, then um, you just pop it off the dock, and then you can play it as a portable system. Mm. Um, and discs are notoriously not great on portable systems because any sort of bumper nudge, because you got a laser reading the the media, right? So any sort of bumper nudge can can throw them off. Um, so they they're using like flash memory again. Well, not again. That's cool, it's though. a different kind of memory than was stored on cartridges, but it's the same idea. That's interesting. I really like that because I feel like for me, when video games stopped being on cartridges, was when I kind of lost track of how to do them. That was when <laughs> <laughs> did, did I felt they, very out of my depth with them. Was that directly related to your your lack of, of ability to understand them? Like this is a CD. What? <laughs> <laughs> that that really threw me. I she put like it they, on the she put it on the record player. Where do I put the needle? <laughs> I don't understand. How is game? How do I jump? I felt like it's it always really, been a problem. Oh, I felt like it got really fragile. And this was a long, I will say though, this is along the same time when I feel like 
because Taylor, these are this is when I, I think about the games that you used to play. When it involved, and I know Justin, there's a name for this. When your character can like walk and turn the way they're looking, and they they have a lot more movement than before. Oh, a video game. <laughs> <laughs> you mean no? What? Like the using the stick got way more complicated all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and I spent lots of time stuck in corners, and I went, forget this, I'm done with video games. So like Sydney playing video games was like Riley at the county fair when she was sick, stuck in the corner with the bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was Taylor used to play like Silent Hill and stuff, and I mean I would spend a lot of time in those games trying to figure out how to get out of a freaking corner. No, I I actually totally understand what you're talking about. Oh, because I took a break from from video games for a long time, like around college, uh, just to try to get in control of my life again, back from video games. Um, and I didn't get a new system until like this past year. I got the, the newest PlayStation and it bummed me out so much how horrible I had gotten at the two joystick control. Because yeah, you have one that looks around you and one that moves you. And you've got to work them both in unison. And I, that ability just, just disappeared from my system over the past like three or four years. Now you understand me. I never gained that ability. It was like Prince of Persia all over again. I got Silent Hill Downpour, and there's a balance mechanism in that game where you have to walk across small planks. I don't know why they're like, super spooky horror franchise. Let's make you walk across a very narrow board. (laughs) (laughs) That needed to be added in as a new mechanism, but... uh, I get to that's I get to the point where I'm like oh, I gotta walk across this tree. Well, this is the end of my game. Oh, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> gotta go find a new game to play. <laughs> gotta wait till my friend can come to be, over. That's the good thing about being a professional video game reviewer because when that when you run into that kind of stuff, you just say like the learning curve is completely out of whack. And you just move on with your life. <laughs> the get yeah the mechanic the camera is just terrible. Done out. I <laughs> always thought games with ledges or narrow. <laughs> things were unfair because I I fell off them. I, you know what I'm beginning to realize? I don't think I have very good hand-eye coordination. I don't think you're good at video games. Let me do that. I have very poor depth perception. And you're a doctor? I'm a, I'm not a surgeon. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm not a surgeon. surgeon. Yeah, it's okay. Are, don't are worry. you good at the doctor games? Uh, I was. You know what? I Justin, you can yeah, probably you say were. I was okay. Yeah. At the what was the one that we played with the healing touch in it? Um, what was that one called? Trauma Center. Trauma Center. There's I a, used to play that one with you all yeah, it's the a good time. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it I was okay at that. I but it was it was not you didn't have to Was walk. it real doctoring? No, and you didn't have to walk on any ledges. You just had to apply like weird <laughs> gels at specific times. Yeah. <laughs> and then make make a pentagram on your patient periodically. That <laughs> was also them. Yeah. That was also <laughs> part of the game. That's uh-huh. not typically part of that, traditional medicine. No, okay. All right. Is there, are there is that in any form of medicine? Because I'd be curious to seek that out personally. Uh, I, you know what? I'm sure. Okay. I'm Somewhere. sure it's out there. Every, everybody's doing everything always. So yeah, somebody's doing Someone's it. Someone's doing it. Um, that and I would say for me when I think about like in the past because I want to know Riley. One thing I want you to talk about is when we were younger, there were certain games we played as like our friend games like you would have friends over because then these games would get more fun and justin i know that was true for you too sure um and so like i always think of like the prototypical one is golden eye for us oh, oh, yeah. like to have you know four people in front of the screen playing golden eye was the best thing you could do with your time yeah. that was a james bond game when, uh-huh. we shot was, at each other when mm-hmm. i was in college um is probably when i did the most of my because again high school a little bit checked out like 
My friend Tommy Red and I played like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde game, and we played Madden sometimes <laughs> so he could beat me. You but, played Madden? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a real sporto. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we played a ton of games in college, but uh, I remember, but this is like a little after the, the glory days of, of Goldeneye, but still, uh, our friend John Mahaffey rigged up this system where he split the video signal to two TVs, and then we put one TV in the window of the apartment, so one team would be out on the balcony, and then the other team would be inside the house, and then he put cardboard on whatever half of the screen didn't belong to that team. So, like, they couldn't (laughs) see the other person's screen, and they would cover it. So it was, like, really rinky-dink way of doing, like, a a LAN sort of thing. That's crazy. But, yeah, so we we would do those... um, that's that's how we would play Goldeneye. <laughs> uh, the only party games I ever played, um, which I was very much into and tried to play sometimes at home, just like with computer players, but it was never as fun, uh, were the Mario Party games on the Wii, uh, which, of course, there are, what, probably like 10 or something? I think there's exactly 10. There are exactly 10? I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder how I knew that. Uh <laughs> I actually I have haven't no played. I actually haven't played Mario Party, but I remember going down to Blockbuster with Dad and picking out the most recent Mario Party <laughs> and renting it. And now we have a collection of like four Mario Parties that we never had to return to Blockbuster because it closed. <laughs> Whoa! So, so I got like Mario Parties like three through seven. Wh- when you say you got Mario Parties, you mean you we stole you Mario stole Parties, Parties, Parties three through Mario. seven. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I would always have friends come over, and we would play them, like, so late into the night, and we would play them in the big living room in our house, which, of course, is, like, right next to our parents' bedroom. So, at, like, one in the morning, mom and dad come out and be like, guys, you gotta stop screaming and playing Mario Party at the same time. I know it's really exciting, but you gotta stop. So, we would always wake up the next morning, and as we were eating breakfast, we would just be playing Mario Party, and slowly, as people were leaving, it would get less and less fun, as there was only, like, two more people left in the game, and then it was just me by myself again playing Mario Party. Oh. Oh. Is that a game you can play by yourself? I mean, okay. you can. It doesn't mean you, you should. play it any game by yourself if you try. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. Uh, also, like, Wii, Wii Sports and uh, yeah, that's there's when, another one. Some video games got kind of healthy. Yeah. Uh, some, some other Wii game was like Wii Sports and Mario Party were the two that we would always just, like, pick teams and... Mm-hmm. Have a good time. You know, it's sad. There was real. There was a real golden era of sort of. Um, a lot of people call it couch co-op or just in room, like a bunch of people playing together. Um, because there was this. Uh, it was the Wii was huge, and Rock Band slash Guitar Hero was huge. Yeah. Played that a and lot. And so when you had that, those two things were happening together, and all of a sudden, video games were something that everybody could do together. I mean, it was a real, mm-hmm. and it was a real golden era for that because honestly, as you move away from that time, uh, the, the rock band and guitar hero games, um, faded away. They're still, you, you know, they're still in production and releasing them, but that's nowhere. It's miles away from its apex. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, new Wii system, uh, the, the, or sorry, the new Nintendo system, the switch certainly has, some of that you can detach the controllers from the pad and make little tiny controllers for people to play on your little screen together if they want to, but it's not <laughs> the same idea of a bunch of people playing together that the Wii was. Yeah. Um, so it was, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little sad to see that, that 
that time period. But I guess you know, you know, still play those games. It's yeah. still legal. Uh, I remember we would all play rock band together mm-hmm. a lot. Bring it to the beach with us and yeah, oh yeah, we carted those mm-hmm. instruments all over the yeah. place. Yeah, played it. That was one of the ones. Like I go over to friends' houses. That was one of the ones where all my friends had it. Like I go over to friends' houses and be like, "You want to play rock band? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to play rock band." Which for me was like things like that were what I those are the things in video games that I really enjoyed. Those were the types of games that I could really get into where I loved playing rock band with everybody. Um, I, I liked the Wii sports. Okay. That some of them were fun. Uh, but like we talked about gold Knight, Mario Kart, when you yeah. could play those, I mm-hmm. mean like all those games that you could play together and you're yelling at each other or like f- any of the fighting games, mm-hmm. any of the mortal Kombat, street fighter Tekken, mm-hmm. anything where you're just like trading off controllers and, and, I don't know. Everybody's having a good time together. Those mm-hmm. are the games that I really enjoyed. I, I, and I think that stems from I am one of the people who I cannot just I cannot stand just watching someone play a video game. I know, I know. I See, I love I love watching <laughs> people Justin play video chagrin. games. Like I'll I'll go to someone's house and they'll be playing video games. Like, oh, you want to join in? I'll just watch. Oh my I just God. like it. I just like watching it happen. I wish to anything. I mean, maybe someday <laughs> he'll develop a a, a a taste for watching people play video games. I think that Taylor, how, what is your take on that? Uh, it, well, someone that plays solo games a lot, like I full, I would never assume that someone would enjoy watching me play a video game. Um, I I totally agree. Like, uh, I have a friend that's really my only gamer friend left, and I think that to her that's a fun thing to do. Everybody sit around and watch this cool game being played, and that's just not not for me. Um, but, uh, no, I I just don't understand it. I actually enjoy watching Sydney play video games. She just won't do it that often, heartbreakingly. Is that um, because I'm so bad at it? Because you no, just, it, I, it's, it's the, amusing to you. It's, it's like watching closest, a toddler play. Like oh, it's the closest I can get to video games without actually playing them. <laughs> we'll do it together. So no, hey, I, you mentioned. Mar- oh, sorry, Taylor. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was. I, I will say, watching a bunch of people play a competitive game is fun. There is yeah. there is a difference there. Sure. I, I was in a bar my last trip to Japan, and, and if anybody wants to move to New York and help me open a bar here, this needs to be here, because uh, it was a very small bar, and they had like a big TV over the over the bar, and they had a gaming system hooked up, and the games we played over there were GoldenEye and Smash Brothers, and they had a bunch of controllers, so the whole bar, like when you walk in the door, if there was an opening and there was a slot, they just hand you a controller. And so the whole bar was engaged in like this giant screen and the four people playing this game. And it was amazing. It was so much fun. That sounds, see that I can get into that. Yeah. I heard about a, um, uh, I'm not sure where this is, but it's it's in America somewhere, but it's a Mike Tyson punch out themed bar (laughs) where all the drinks are named after like the bosses that you fight in the game. Uh And they have a TV set up uh, with Mike Tyson's punch out. And if you can beat Mike Tyson, then your drinks are free. Oh but you've got to actually get one, and that's like extremely hard, especially since they're not using a CRT TV, they're using a LCD, so you lose a few nanoseconds of ping between the controller and the right. signal on the screen. Well, obviously, obviously. Yeah. Oh, that ping. Man. Uh, the ping. Yeah, ping. <laughs> you mentioned um, Mario Kart. Are you talking Kart. about Pong? Cathode ray tube. You mentioned Mario Kart, Sydney. Uh, do you guys know Cario Mart? What? Okay, you... I, you guys, pl- this was something you all created. No, well, no. Griffin created it with friends. Right, Griffin okay. or Travis, one of the two of them made it, made it, created it with friends. You never let me play 
but I have. I please explain it. I remember that this Kario Mart is the only drinking game that is worthwhile. Kario Mart is just like Mario Kart, <laughs> <laughs> but you open a beer at the start of the race, and before you can win the race, you have to finish. You it. have to finish your beer. <laughs> so it's just, it's a great blend of like, oh, he's doing really well in the race, but. He's not drinking his beer very fast. <laughs> so there's a lot of people like sitting near the finish line trying to pound a beer or people trying to drink <laughs> half of a beer before they start racing and then picking it back up halfway through. Uh, you have to really balance the drinking of the beer versus actually winning the race. This That's is a amazing. game I could win, I think. I don't know. I'll challenge you to that. Hey, I'm going to be oh. home in a couple of weeks. We're going to play some Cario Mart. Cario Mart yes! tournament. Let's do this. Can, can I, can YouTube I that stuff. Riley, you can play with Cheerwine. Okay. I could do no, that. No, make it something that would hurt her to drink her. Oh, fast. No. Like something really pain. Like not like bad, but like coffee or something. Like a really strong espresso <laughs> that Riley has to pound. That like. seems like it would make me better at Mario Kart. Just like throw back a shot of espresso real quick and then speed through the Riley game. Riley has to drink a Red Bull. <laughs> no, I don't like this. Like the rest of us get drunk and Riley's heart explodes. That's <laughs> I don't know what is the equivalent equivalent for kids like we we have that that expired Welch's grape juice (laughs) 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 it's like it's like like, uh, champagne for kids you know when you call expired grape juice you call that wine (laughs) that's what what I said I found a bottle and I was like we were having champagne and I was like here you go yeah I I found this for Riley and I was like this is from 2014 this is wine that's wine now right it's a vintage now Riley's a teenager, so she'll drink a bottle of Zima before we. <laughs> I drank. The, I drank the expired grape juice, and all that happened is I got a tummy ache. I don't think it was Aww. wine. Oh, you guys did a bad job. <laughs> Riley, by then we'll come up with some sort of equivalent <sighs> beverage for you. Okay. No, I've always wanted to play Cario Mart. I think. We'll do you Mart. know what I think it was? I think the last time you guys played it, I was pregnant. <laughs> I think that's accurate. And yes, because that, that's the only reason I can think of that I would not engage in this activity. <laughs> yes, no, that's one hundred percent accurate because it was when they got married at one of their bachelor parties. Yeah, we played it. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's what happened. That's so funny. I feel, but I, I feel like I definitely possess the skill to drink a beer without using my hands. So I think I'll be really good at this. <laughs> How? <laughs> okay, you just uh, have to pick <laughs> can or bottle. There's two. There's a way for both, but it it can be done. I'll, I'll show like you with knees and I could we no we can work on this. it's just it's just it's it's a fulcrum it all works I'll explain later I'll explain after <laughs> I beat you <laughs> there's a series of tubes <laughs> oh, sort of hamster, hamster cage if you will um I, you know what I I will say this one one thing that I did enjoy like not watching someone play a game necessarily just just watching but engaging in a game where only one person is working the controls, but like something with puzzles. Mm. I mean, Justin, you and I have done that. Yeah. And I have enjoyed games where I can, I, I'm helping you solve the puzzles, even though you're working the controls. Or mm. like, I would think the same thing, Tay, when, when we were younger and you used to play games like Silent Hill oh, yeah. or Resident Evil, those like scary games. There was an aspect of like engaging in it with you. So then it, cause if I was too scared to play it alone. <laughs> That's what it is. I was just too scared to be by myself. <laughs> yeah, play. those were definitely that. That's the one exception I would make because that we would like with the cousins too. Like we would all gather around and like I would be playing Silent Hill, but everybody would be watching. 
those are so cinematic yeah. too that series in particular mm-hmm. like you can enjoy that just as like something you're watching yeah for sure those those man those mess me up though those would get in my head and i have spooky. nightmares and uh i think the only kind of games that i very much enjoy now because uh, I don't play, Justin, you probably know more about recent video games than I do. Thanks, Riley. It's <laughs> <laughs> very generous. Because I don't, probably. I don't, I don't play video games really. But I do enjoy those games where you don't do much except make decisions. Like it'll just give you an option of like three things you can say or like two ways you can go, and then you just press a button and then watch it happen. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a choose your own adventure book, except of it on TV. Yeah. Like, do you mean when the character, like you're choosing what the characters say or how they yeah. react or, to things? Like, yeah. the, um, we played that Walking Dead game. Walking Dead Walking games. Dead, yeah. Uh, there's one game called Unt- Until Dawn that you just make decisions and oh. everything changes, like based yeah. on the decisions you make and who dies. Hmm? Did you play Until Dawn with us? Mm-hmm. Did that? No, I didn't play it with you all, but I did play it. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good game. Um, the, you know, Telltale's doing a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game like that yeah. like that they just announced at the beauty awards those make me nervous because i want to be the best person see that, sure. that's what yeah. I was, that doesn't appeal to me at all because i think daily life is already like i'm socially awkward enough that my life is already a game of what is the correct social response <laughs> these are the options <laughs> what is the right one like every interaction i don't want to do that for fun <laughs> and, then, and then watch your life either like, yeah, like watch yourself either succeed or crumble based on your choices yeah I uh the only problem I have with them is like I'll make a decision and I'll wonder what would have happened what if I hadn't what yeah, if I hadn't I know, what if I had weird. uh then you just gotta play more than once that's all of life Riley only you don't get a do-over. Wow, Sydney. Wow. <laughs> Advice oh. from me to you. Don't drink but, and drive. You know, on the flip side, if you do it wrong, you don't get, like, eaten by skeletons or something. Stakes are lower. Just going to end this badly. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there, I think, it's kind of like one of those types of games that you're talking about, the Wii and stuff, that, like, you all sit together and play it. Uh, those games where you can, like, do it on your phone and like Mo- mobile games yeah except no no no, no 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 not what i mean phone uh, games the one, i think the one mean. that you use your phone as a controller on the tv oh like the jackbox series yeah, yeah like yeah, everyone yeah. can sit around and like you know, we did it at the beach like we all sit around pull our phones and then like you have to draw a thing and people have to guess it or make you have goofs to, and yeah yeah those type in answer those games are good those are kind of like that except not as a uh, not as gamey like they're not story game games now, Sydney, you don't like games like that, right? You don't like having to be creative with games. What? <laughs> competitively, crea- competitively creative, I'll say. They make me nervous because I'm afraid that I won't make a funny enough joke or be creative enough and everyone will, so, will not. I, I don't mind losing a game. Like, I really don't. Like, I am very competitive mm. in some respects, but when it comes to big family board game or th- games like that, I would rather somebody win and be having a good time and just relaxed. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if everybody's going to look at me and go, not only did you lose, but that was lame. That's very stressful to me. Yeah, yeah. So what we learned about Sydney and her video game playing so far uh, is she doesn't like being creative in games. She doesn't like making the decisions in games. Uh, some games are too scary, so she won't play them. And she doesn't like watching games. Or, or ledges. Or ledges. <laughs> or jumping. Or jumping uh, sometimes. <laughs> so Sydney's perfect game is Minecraft. I, I now I do enjoy Minecraft a great deal, and you do too. Don't even front. You know no, you no, no. love Minecraft. I did. I did. I haven't played it in a very long time. I haven't played video games in a very long time, but I did enjoy some Minecraft. 
Minecraft is a really good sort of collaborative thing where people could play together collaboratively. That's actually really rare. Um, even games that ha- where you're like on a team, a lot of times it's trying to, you know, kill a boss or whatever uh, together. And Minecraft is one of those where it's really good to like just play together and like actually create something together, which is really neat uh, that not a lot of games let you do. I remember you and I, Sydney, would... Um, like work on our own structures or like this would be my room of the house we were building or like you'd like design uh uh something and i'd go like mine for stuff and come home at the end of the day like well i'm done mining for the day what you build <laughs> we did we did and i would be hanging out back at home like building a, a well it was an arch to the netherworld yeah i, I mean you, she was working on a, a, a portal to the netherworld yeah i remember i played with sydney once we had a game together and it was a lot of sydney going out and killing all the things that i was too afraid to kill and me making a lot of paintings yeah. And hanging a lot of paintings in the house. It is hard to kill animals in that game, but you, I mean, like, you have to to get, yeah. like, stakes and to, stuff. To, like, live. To live. And, but it is very, like, it makes me sad because they're all those little, I don't know, boxy looking pigs, pigs. and pigs and cows yeah. and chickens. So but they're delicious, and then you get steaks. Are they delicious? Have you I, tasted them? Our characters seem fine with them. <laughs> They'll eat them raw. They're crazy. <laughs> they they will. Um,. Uh, one I, one thing that's it's a newer thing, and uh, Justin, I don't really exactly understand it, but I, I I imagine you would know more. Is it what is the the interface where people can all play a game together, like make decision for the characters at Twitch or something? Yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting phenomenon that's coming up in in recent years, which is part of a bigger phenomenon that we can talk about. But um, people watching people play is huge now, and Twitch is the service. Where people do that, it's the main one. I mean, people, it happens a, a lot of different places, but Twitch is the number one where people can stream themselves playing a game and other people watch it. Um, and the really interesting thing about Twitch, it, Twitch plays, is the first one was Twitch plays uh, Pokemon, and it was amazing because what happened was people would have the interface has a there's like a chat interface on the side of the Twitch window where you're watching, and someone rigged up this system where people would vote on what they wanted to happen next and then it would happen except it took it down to the microcosmic level of i wanted to move left and so like (laughs) people would make inputs like tens of thousands of people like making inputs on this one character to try to finish pokemon so like and it was terrible because people would do things like lock lock the character in a room that they couldn't escape from or delete all the Pokemon or whatever. <laughs> like we were wow. trying to, oh my God. What do you mean? It just doesn't sound fun. You know, tame. It's the, it, well, it was more of like, can we do it? You oh, know, okay. kind of thing. Like, like a Bob the happen? Builder type. type they model. even did, uh, and I don't think they pulled it off, but there was a, uh, there's a series called Dark Souls. It's notorious for being very difficult. They did Twitch plays Dark Souls and it's like, it's just madness. Like it shouldn't work at all, but but people do it collaboratively, and it's it, it's one of the biggest things that like I see it even in my day to day like real life, aside from like my professional life. But uh, people playing video, people watching people play video games is incredibly massive. I I can't tell you how many little kids I see running around who five years ago would have been playing a game on their phone or Game Boy or DS or whatever, but instead are watching 
a YouTube video of somebody else playing. Like we had some parent friends over last weekend and they started talking with their kids about this YouTube guy that would stream, I guess, Minecraft. If I say his Riley name. Riley probably knows. It's, probably it's like Stampy Cat, I think, was the cat's name. Uh, I know that character <laughs> because Taylor and I uh, were talking with one of our little cousins yeah. at Christmas last, was it last year? Uh, I think last A year, year or two before, ago. Yeah. Uh, and he was telling us about this, that same YouTuber that he watches that does Minecraft. And instead of him just telling us about it, he said, here, come watch this video with me. And it was not a two or three minute video. It was like a 25 minute video <laughs> of some guy yeah. playing Minecraft. And Taylor and I just had to sit there and watch it with him. It's like, well, this I guess is, this is what they do. This is like terrible. This, this is my vision of I can't H E L L. I can't say the word. <laughs> Having to watch people on YouTube play video games. I, mm. Well, we are we are totally in the minority in that opinion because Justin's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge thing. People watch walkthroughs like for hours on the internet. It's clearly we're clearly the the weird ones that don't like watching other people now, play video games see, all the time. But you know, well, you know what's weird about that though is that as you say that, what 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 came to mind is Taylor. You kind of did that with me once. Mario oh, RPG. Me. Mario RPG. Mario RPG. And Zelda. You sat with me and yeah, and Zelda Ocarina of Time. I know, we, no, would, you're been, right. we would spend hours, just the two of us, in the basement playing those games. And you were you would sit there with the perfect guide. I remember that for Ocarina of Time. And and like just help me through the entire game. And we just did that for days and days and days until we finished those games. And Mario RPG, same thing. Well, I but think, I guess it was it was still collaborative. Like you, it was still yeah, interactive. Yeah. It's different when you have control. Yeah. Uh, I don't dislike it. Like, games like Until Dawn and, like, Walking Dead games are, like, story games. That, like, you're almost watching someone, like, like watching a TV show or watching a movie. And, like, ones that I played before and I made decisions, I'll go back and watch other people play them mm-hmm. to see what else could happen. Like, if you make other decisions, like, I had Until Dawn and a lot of people died. <laughs> Figured out there's a way that not everyone has to die if you play that game. And I wanted to see how that happened. And then, like, Justin and Griffin have Monster Factory. Oh, which, yeah, that's true. Which, it's uh, kind of like that. Which isn't exactly like playing video games. It's more like destroying video games. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I love it and it's hilarious and that's like the only times I'll watch video games uh, on YouTube because I don't know that, just, I distinguish between that though that seems because I watch different. Monster Factory with Justin too and I, it's funny I force it you is. to watch everything I make it's very funny <laughs> that's not true it's, I, it's funny you're not just playing it I'm not just sitting there watching somebody silently going yeah, through it, the steps of a video you game. know I think part of it is there's a lot of different reasons I think th- that it has gotten popular one of it is like people like the personalities you know they like they like the people that are playing the games mm-hmm. so it's like a fun way of like it's a visual thing to look at while this person is playing the game people do it um, some people who don't like who you know you know it's hard to buy everything that comes out that you want to play some people use that as a substitute, especially for story-based games. Of like, I don't really need to play through this, but I'd like to watch somebody else play through it because I'm curious what the game is like or what the story is or whatever. Um, and and it's also really good. Like, it, I, there are a lot of people who are like at work and really into video games and like want, or kids who are like out and can't play a video game right then, like who want to, you know, th- th- that's how they, you know, I used to read video game magazines. So I guess they just watch people play video games um especially with games like minecraft was the first one that i feel like really broke out in that regard because 
you could do really interesting things in Minecraft. And that was really worth watching, like to see like, how did this person build this crazy thing or, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, I think is, is, is a big market for that. Yeah. When I was really into Minecraft, I would watch those videos, but I would watch people like play games within the game, like create games mm-hmm. that you could play mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that minecraft was also a computer game and that's where it started and it really wasn't made for the xbox and that but i only played it on the xbox so i would just sit there on my xbox like how did what did how did this happen how did they do this and try to figure it out and i never could now I, now i know but people do use it also for for skill-based games like your uh league of legends or or games like that or like even some shooters and stuff of like how people pulled off really like uh, learning basics strategic basics or seeing people pull off really wild stuff um and seeing mm-hmm. the highlights of that people i know that's a big deal yeah too. i could see myself like if i was playing a game i was stuck on a part looking up and seeing how someone got yeah. past it trying to figure out how to fix it i could see that do you do you think justin you could probably speak to this i i feel like when we were younger i remember um we had nintendo and then every generation of nintendo moving forward that we were very firmly nintendo people and i don't think it was like a stance we were taking i i don't i doubt mom and dad knew i mean they were just like i don't know the girls have a nintendo what's the next one that Mm -hmm. seems like probably what they'll like um but our cousin kyle was a sega guy and that was all he ever had. And I found that very off-putting as a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very confusing to me. Everything was different. The games were different. They used to tell different. you that Sega does what Nintendo don't. That was the cool <laughs> thing to say if you were in a Sega back then. <laughs> but I, I, I felt like it was very different. And like you'd go over to a friend's house and they would have a different system. And all of a sudden it was like, we, we oh no. We aren't friends We aren't friends. Like I thought I knew you. I thought I understood you. And now here we are. Is that... Like, I feel like everything now is just, I don't know, to me, it's like, it's all digital and I'm confused. No, console wars are still alive. They're still, they're still bubbling. You can't just play everything on everything? No. Well, uh, so here's the thing that's been really interesting, actually. A lot of those early systems didn't have parity. Like, if you looked at the Genesis versus Super Nintendo, the versions of those games would be different because the systems had different capabilities within sound and graphics processing. Today, the systems, the PS4 and the Xbox One are basically on parity capability-wise. In terms of, like, if you're programming a game for them, you can. You, it doesn't take a lot of work. Uh, the Wii U uh, is obviously not in that same league, but for those two, it's pretty much the same, you, you know, pretty much on parity. Um, so what you see now is peop- the game companies paying for games to be exclusive so it's not like you know there's a lot more of uh uh you know we'll write a check and because of we wrote this check this game will only be out on our console so in theory what you're describing could be but instead you have the publishers and the uh, and the 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 people who make the boxes paying to keep games from appearing on the other consoles for a certain amount of time and it causes no small amount of consternation um, for, uh, among people who play games. Right. Because you still have to, I guess, decide what you want to buy and what you're going to have access to. As or if you only have one, or you can't just buy one because some of the games don't appear on the one you play on. And that's not for everybody. Obviously, both of the people who, like, Microsoft owns Xbox and they make games. You know, they make 
Halo games and, and stuff like that. And then Sony makes Uncharted and Until Dawn and uh, not Until Dawn. That was super massive. But uh, 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 what's the other one I'm thinking of? It doesn't matter. Uh, God of War. You're asking Sony the franchise. wrong people. Yeah, but... The but yeah, it's it's weird. Like it could be that way. It could be that utopian vision of the one console future, but um, but uh, that it, it has not come to pass yet. That seems really frustrating for parents. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. But their kids don't want game consoles anyway. The kid, younger kids just want to play on their phones and iPads and some of their computers. Well, that, that we won't have game consoles in fifteen years. Probably 10, really, fifteen years. Oh yeah, go the way of the buffalo. I'll be in your brain. <laughs> Yeah, it'll put in a hyperchip into your brain jack. You just think, I want to play Nintendo Mario Kart. And then it comes up in your head and you just yeah. move your hands. Well, apparently, all anybody's going to want to do is watch videos of other people playing. Yeah, and then, then they'll watch they videos play? of those people watching videos of other people playing. Ah, and uh, then eventually, Snow Crash <laughs> will come along and wipe everybody out in the technosphere. I don't but know what that means. It's, it's all right. It's technomancy garbage <laughs> nonsense. Please ignore me. <laughs> Uh, uh, do you think that's translating? I guess that's the final question then. Do you think that's translating into a difference? And I mean, because it all sounds like the same kind of thing. Everybody's into different things. But with Riley's generation and like our generation playing video games, it's not really any different. Uh, it's just instead of sitting in the room and watching your friend play the latest video game, you're watching you know, them on YouTube. I you know, can I tell you the one thing that I think is really different is... Uh, the way people make money off video games is very different than it was even 10 years ago. Um, and I think it's to the detriment of a lot of games. There's a lot of, especially Riley can vouch for this on like mobile games where you, it's free to get it and play it and it's fun, but then they want more money just to keep making it fun. And that Mm -hmm. kind of free to play structure is I think going to be continued to, to grow. And I think it has, a really detrimental effect because one it makes it really expensive for some people and two it makes it so your game doesn't have to be fun rather it just can like trigger the right dopamine sensors in your brain to want you to like keep making progress you're talking about candy crush i'm talking about no i mean like literally <laughs> an entire multi-billion dollar industry but yes candy crush too <laughs> that, well, that was the one that, that, that was the one that i encountered that i was like everybody's playing this i'll check it out and then the first time they tried to make me pay to do something mm-hmm. or I was like can't I just can't I just use my skills <laughs> if use I use your candy crushing skills well I feel like if I'm good enough I should unlock whatever the thing is but there was no way to be good enough no. it was just money you're and never I, good enough I, for candy crush I became very angry and quit playing ever I, I still regret telling mom how to buy pokeballs and pokemon go oh, oh no you really <laughs> should because I I told her you just had to collect them and there is no way to purchase them and I remember she, I came home from school and she said, you lied. So what are you talking about? And she said, you told me I couldn't buy Pokeballs. Taylor showed me how. And now I have. And I asked her how many she had bought. Like 200. No. <laughs> so I don't know how much she spent on that. But I just know she was like, now I have all of them. And all I had to do was type in my password. Like, well, yeah. good. <laughs> I feel real bad about that. I, I mean, I had to. St- I got re- in real deep at first with Pokemon Go, and now I don't even have it anymore. I had to go cold turkey, but like, I got that first bill for like ninety five dollars. I'm like, what is this? Oh, oh, I bought a lot of Pokeballs. Oh. I bought a lot I of those. Like worth it. I feel like Pokemon Go came and came and left real fast. 
Like the summer of 2016 was the the age of the Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. It, it really, Is it over? Yeah. I mean, some people still I deleted it. play a lot. I don't know. Yeah, it's still, it, I think it's, we're past the like giant, I, I will say this as somebody who, who notices how many people are reading stories about which thing the day when you could just put Pokemon Go in the headline of a story and a billion people would click on it is certainly past us. Mm, yeah. But I, I just remember still. we were in a, where were we? In Boston? Is that where we were? Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> as we were just walking through aquariums and uh, out in the open, it was just everyone you walked by was catching Pokemon. I'd be walking out of the hotel catching Pokemon and there was a, like a lure, uh, a Pokestop right across from our hotel just walk out there wait, and wait for a minute. And, and we were at an wait. aquarium with actual beautiful But you could catch sea life. You could catch uh, aquarium. Aqu- you could yeah. have attempted aquatic to catch these, these aquatic. You could have tried. Yeah, I said, I, you could have tried <laughs> to catch the fish in the aquarium. You could have just hopped in there and grabbed those bad boys. I think you would get, uh, I don't want to say arrested, but maybe you removed. Maybe removed from the aquarium. But talking to, certainly. <laughs> Do you think that kind of technology is just was that just sort of a flash in a pan? Is there more what is it called the the altered reality or the uh, mm. the, the term for that kind of a game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the air the the like games like that could will continue to have an effect. I think that they'll need to though. I think like Pokemon. I think the problem with Pokemon is that it it Pokemon Go is like not fun. It's like all the things are there. Like the, <laughs> no, I mean I mean the game. <laughs> The, the ideas are that like the idea of doing this thing is fun. Like what Taylor's talking about, that like concept uh-huh. is a fun concept. The concept of going to a place and doing a thing and it working is is a really fun idea. But like video games are littered with that of like a concept coming along and the concept is fun, but then it doesn't have the game to back it up. Like mm-hmm. y- you see with that with the Wii is a great example of like, oh, this is fun. This works. But then the games that they came out with after that, a lot of them failed to capitalize on what made it fun. And I don't think Pokemon Go really capitalizes on what makes Pokemon cool. It just is cool that this technology works. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that if they build a fun game around it that's actually, like, a bit more engaging, it doesn't just have to be Pokemon, but, like, um, there's, a, there's a, a few good... Like, there's one that I used to play called Code Runner where people would basically do like it was like a spy craft sort of game where people would do dead drops of codes or whatever in a part of your town and you'd have to go like pick up the spy stuff and there would be like a narrative in your head in your headphones where they're like i think somebody's behind <laughs> in your you head. not just well, in your head <laughs> not just in your head, but yeah i think it could have legs for sure well i like that yeah you know bringing families together out Doing something out Being in the sunshine, active. the fresh I'm, air. I'm butthurt <laughs> about Pokemon Go because everybody finally started geocaching, and I was like, "Yeah, it's been fun the whole time." <laughs> We've been geocaching for six yeah, years. I've been geocaching forever, except that when I'm done, I get an eraser. You don't even <laughs> have anything real. I mean, I think I think you know geocaching was big like before. It's back, baby. Pokemon <laughs> brought it back. Now geocaching is where it's at. Uh. Before we before we are done, Justin, any final thoughts on teens and video games? My name is Justin. I'm here to say I love video games in a major way. Video games are here to stay. Now, everybody, let's go and play. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that Thanks. was beautiful. Did you plan that? 
That's just a rap I wrote just now. Did you just rap like freestyle? Just freestyle off rap. the cuff? Yeah, yeah, it just came out off the cuff. That's really impressive. No big deal. Does your friend Len know you can do that? Yeah, I mean, I've sent him a few bars. <laughs> maybe, he'll, maybe he'll put you in a musical next time. He hasn't time. used anything yet, but I think it's just a matter of time. Or there might be a legal thing. It's probably hung up with his legal people. I, I bet that's it. I bet that's the problem. Well, th- <laughs> thank you, Justin, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank no, no problem. It's and my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I mean, I, it probably would have caused marital discord if you had refuse so. uh, if i could do a quick <laughs> if i could do a quick plug um uh yes you, you mentioned may. my brother my brother and me we're doing a charity drive called mb mbam angels uh that we do every holiday season uh people in our area Huntington, west virginia uh a lot of them don't have a lot to go around so they they make this thing the newspaper makes this thing over here called the empty stocking list where people who aren't gonna have much of a christmas otherwise put out requests for toys and clothes and gifts and things like that um, and we uh, sort of took on that list with my brother, my brother and me, and are doing that again this year. Um, and you don't have to live in this area to give. You just go to mbmbamangels.com, and there's a whole list of people that need help. And you basically just claim one. You call the organization to make sure that um, it's still needed, and then you can just send it via Amazon or mail it or whatever. Um, but it's really easy and fun, and people really appreciate it. Um, and uh it's it's great we still we're about 60 percent filled with this year's list um you can also just donate money if you want to do that there's some bigger ticket items that people are kind of kicking in on um so you can just you can just donate money if you want to go that route too but um it's all for people from our area and we would really appreciate the the assistance so mbmbamangels.com is address absolutely everybody yeah. check that out um, Taylor, did you have, <laughs> you had something to share? I also have something to share. <laughs> as long as we're sharing. Um, uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that I will be guesting, uh, over on my father and uncle's podcast, Court Appointed. Um, it's a legal podcast that both educates and entertains. So that episode will be up, uh, December 5th. You should check it out. Um, uh, super fun getting to hang out with those dudes. And it's about liquor laws? Is that yes, right? Yes, we're talking about booze. So uh, if anybody that doesn't know, uh, this Monday is repeal day. The day the prohibition was repealed. So make yourself up a dirty martini and listen to this episode of Court Appointed. Except and for you, Riley. Not you. If Court Appointed is a legal podcast, does that make Still Buffering an illegal podcast? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I we're hanging out with our against the law. Yeah, we even start talking about court appointed and dad jokes start seeping into our. <laughs> okay, uh, listen. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, I just wanted to do a little time travel thing. I like to do whenever we're talking about when our episodes are going up. You said it's going to go up on December fifth. That was yesterday. Everybody listening. Day this oh, that's comes right. Out. Then uh, oh. you missed Weird. repeal day. Alcohol's legal. Oh, Way to go! It. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Um, thank you, uh, as always, for listening. If you want to join our Facebook group, please do at Still Buffering. We have a very active, lovely community there. And you can tweet at us at Still Buff. You can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or topics you want us to talk about. If you want to have a Jumbotron on our show where we will send a message to somebody you like or love or or enamored with in some way, uh, go to <laughs> maximumfund.org forward slash jumbotron and uh, go to maximumfund.org anyway and check out all kinds of other wonderful podcasts that we think you would enjoy. So, uh, uh, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. 
This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was, was too. Good job. I'm Brian. And I'm Aaron. And we host Throwing Shade, a political comedy podcast that's somehow horribly offensive and socially conscious. If you want to know what it sounds like if the news drank straight vodka, check us out on Thursdays on Max Fun. And we're the first Max Fun podcast to be turned into a TV show. So check that out January 17th on TV Land. Throwing Shade. Politics. Pop culture. Wigs for days. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.